It's time for the View in Your Mirror podcast. I'm Katie Harms, and along with Lisa Rubin, we help you check in and curate the best possible you and the best view in your mirror. We share tips, tricks, and strategies from our 35 plus years in our respective industries. We talk about your day from morning to night and everything in between. We share our uniqueness, relish in our shared experiences. Along the way, we share conversation with fabulous people who give us their own thought-provoking insights. So come along as we help you hone the best view in your mirror. Hey, Lisa Rubin. (laughs) Hey, Katie Harms. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So I'm excited to welcome our guest today. And this is one busy lady with a lot going on and a dedication to something that really conjures horror stories. (laughs) What about you? It's every woman's worst nightmare, right? (laughs) Buying a swimsuit. Not only buying the swimsuit, putting it on and wearing the swimsuit. Yeah, there is that, isn't there? Mm -hmm. You can buy a swimsuit, but then you got to put it on and wear it, Katie. That's true. That's true. Well, listen, um, I have experienced the magic of Nani Nalu, and our guest is Jennifer Chermack, who is the, uh, we have to ask her, is it Chermack? Cermak? I think it's Cermak. We'll have to ask her exactly how we say it. And that is bad, bad, bad hosting on our part for not knowing ahead of time. But you know what? Even we make mistakes. Ah, and mistakes have been made in swimsuit shopping, but I can tell you the experience of Nani Nalu is something else. So we'll dial into that. She is one busy lady, but tell me what's, what's your worst swimsuit story? Of helping a client? No, personally. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I don't have a bad swimsuit story because I, I know. So one of my rules when I'm helping a client is that I can find you a swimsuit in 15 minutes. So I'm pretty good with swimsuits. And that's why I love the the store Nani Nalu. So when I'm shopping with clients in Minnesota, although she now has a new business that we'll talk about later, um, I can go in there and I can guide them, but I actually let their salespeople do their thing because they're so good at it. They are really good at it. I am envious. I'm not jealous. I am envious that you have never had a horror swimsuit story. (laughs) You know, there's the time I just, I guess I think back to past, I was a lifeguard many years ago and I never really thought much about a swimsuit, right? I just, I was very sports minded as a young person and, and I just bought what fit and I did my job and it had to cover and I had to be able to swim in it and I had to do all of those things. And And that was a swimsuit and somewhere probably around the time of having kids and pregnancies and things like that. And your body really starts to change. And, and honestly, I think it's hard to keeping up with what styles and having the discernment to know what looks good on yourself at different areas and being very realistic about it. So the one piece of advice I will give people is don't ever go looking for a bathing suit by yourself. Either go to a store where you can trust somebody to give you an honest answer or bring somebody that will give you an honest answer because you are your worst critic about yourself, right? When you look at the view in your mirror, you are your worst critic. So bring somebody with you that actually can help you 
and say, you know what, that really does look good on you. Think about it this way. Don't go bathing through shopping by yourself. That's probably the biggest piece of advice I'm going to give somebody. Okay. Well, and I would say, I said, what, what mindset do you have to be in? So if you're going by yourself and you're going to Nani Nalu, or let's face it, how many people have gone into a store and bought, you know, 10 different swimsuits to bring them home to try on in the comfort of their own home, which Jen is onto something with her new business. So we'll talk about that too. But I think there are times realistically that you just, you just want to do this on your own and you, you maybe can look at it discerningly or at different times. Was there a question in there? <laughs> a question in there. <laughs> I don't know that I agree that you should bring somebody with you because. Well, you need to have somebody else and another eye to say to you, you know, look at that bathing suit actually looks really good on you because of A, B, C, D. Okay. Or they might say, you know what? I don't like that bathing suit on you. It might be the color. It might be the fit. It might be the style. It might be that you're a person that actually goes into the pool and swims. Right. You know, so there's a lot of bathing suits that are really, really cute. But go try to swim in them. You know, have you ever had your swimsuit come off? Or come oh, down. Absolutely. <laughs> or, you know, the boob pops out. So, yes, I mean, all of the above. Right. So those are more horror stories. But <laughs> what what are you buying the swimsuit for? Is it just to sit at the beach on a chair and not get hot because you're in clothes? Is it because you're actually going to go swimming? Are you going to go in the ocean? Are you going to go kayaking? Are you going to go surfing? Are you going to... I mean, there's different kinds of bathing suits, just like there's different kinds of bras. Let's go back to, you know, when you're buying bra and underwear, like I, we talked about in our prequel, when we were discussing this podcast, a bra and underwear, you're the only one that sees that really, you know, you put it on and then you put your clothes over it. Right. But you put your swimsuit on and everybody can see you. And so it's, you're very vulnerable when you're doing this. It's almost like you're exposing yourself. Yes, there's cover-ups and you can keep your cover up on all day if you're not going to go in the water, of course. But I just think a swimsuit for a woman is probably their most vulnerable state that they're in, in a public eye. Well, you don't put a bathing suit on and walk around your house. Correct. And maybe what we should be talking about too is treating ourselves better. And setting our expectations accordingly, as opposed to dreading. If we go into it with the mindset of dread, what are we saying to ourselves? Absolutely. And there's a bathing suit for everybody. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what size you are. If you have boobs, you don't have boobs, or you have had a mastectomy. I mean, there's so many different things to think about when trying a bathing suit on. Um, and that's why I'm so excited to have Jen on this podcast, because I think she can talk about all of these issues and maybe help somebody who's listening. Amen, sister. <laughs> Amen. Let's take a quick break. And then we're going to welcome Jen to join us. You have some great questions on, well, things that only a wardrobe consultant would think about for her clients. So I think this will be a great conversation. So stay tuned. Are you ready to elevate your jewelry and gift buying experience? Then you need Continental Diamond. Since 1981, 
Helene and Jimmy Pessis have been operating Continental Diamond. Their staff is highly trained, exceptional, and have been with them for many years, and they will help you find the exact right gift. For the past 13 years, Continental Diamond has been named Minnesota Bride's Best Jeweler. Beyond engagement rings, they have a large selection of fashion jewelry, timepieces, and they have one of the most experienced service departments around. You can visit them online at continentaldiamond.com. Go in and give yourself the gift of that experience. It's a special place located just 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, right outside the West End. Plan your visit. Continental Diamond. Continentaldiamond.com. Jen Cermak. Do I have it right? You do. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us. You are one busy lady. Aloha. And yes, I am. We're going to talk all things fabulous about women, because I think that's the place that we start. And you have created a business that celebrates and helps women come in in their most vulnerable and helps them celebrate who they are. What, how'd you get started? Well, you know, swimsuit shopping is the one thing none of us want to do. Let's, you know, let's have that moment for a second, right? Like that's what I did. I took the one thing every single woman hates doing and I tried to make it better. And that was the basis of starting our business, looking at what other people were wearing on the beach on a vacation I had. Actually, it was my honeymoon over 20 years ago. And we were looking at like other people on the beach, right? And my husband made a comment that, so many people looked uncomfortable and he's like, but you look confident and comfortable. And I was like, it's because I'm wearing something that I don't have to worry about. And that's really kind of what tricked in my brain, that thought process of like, why aren't they comfortable? Why didn't they find something that they're comfortable in? So they stopped digging their bottoms out of their butt crack and, you know, stopped having to like readjust their boob into their top you know, or left their hands from over their tummy because their bottom wasn't the type of bottom that they felt comfortable wearing. And that's really what made us start to think, how do we make this a business changing the way women shop for swimwear? Had you been in the retail industry before? I have. I've been a retail junkie my whole life. My first job, you know, working in a stock room and then continuously working up in retail until I was um, a a multi-unit manager with Abercrombie and Fitch and then everything but water. So I have been not only in the retail industry, but also in the swimwear industry, um, as well. So I, I love it. Retail is my home. It gives me the freedom to kind of work the way I want to. You get to work strategically and yet work with people at the same time. I wouldn't do anything else. It's a little different every day, isn't it? Right. It's every minute. (laughs) You know, and do you I, think, and do you think that retail has changed since you started, or are some things the same? You just have to do them differently. I think for a lot of places, brick and mortar has changed. I mean, definitely with the online as a option, you know that that puts a different pressure on a brick and mortar store. I am old school to the bone. I don't know where I get this, but I believe that customer service and face-to-face interactions can never ever be replaced. And and something as sensitive as swimwear, I bet on that philosophy. I bet on that 
if if I'm helping you face to face, I'm seeing what the person that I'm trying to find the solution for, and I'm helping you understand and learn the product that can give you those solutions, then we're going to have a winning transaction, right? Versus online sales or that. So I have a hard time shopping in other stores because of this, right? Because I'm old school. I go into other stores. I grab a couple things. No one said hi to me. I'll grab a couple more things. No one says hi to be offers to take them out of my hands. I'm kind of the mean person that will go up to the counter and put everything on the counter and be like, I'm really sorry you didn't talk to me. Bye. So I feel like retail needs to come back to what it used to be. There was a reason we went into the store and it was beyond the product. It was the community. And that is what we try to do at my store. It's, it's huge. Everyone else has changed. We haven't. Amen to that. <laughs> I, I was recently shopping in um, Malibu, California. Just, I was with a friend and we were walking into some stores and there was a really cute sweater hanging there. And of course, I don't know where, if this happens here, but I am six feet tall and I vacillate anywhere between a 12 and a 16, you know, and they're only tiny little sizes hanging in this store in Malibu, California. And I said, so where do you keep the Minnesota sizes <laughs> for the Minnesota girls? And this gal laughed and she kind of said, well, we have, we have, we get the larger sizes in back. And I'm like, great. Do you have? And so she motioned to this young man who was there who looked and basically went to look in wherever they kept them. Oh no, we don't have the large anymore. And he turned around and walked away from me. And I turned around and I said, clearly the store has no interest in my business or helping a person not even solve a problem, but just helping a person feel good about themselves as opposed to selling a product. There's right. such a difference. And that customer service, I, I, you're making my little heart happy because it's so lost. It's so lost. And, and even from, you know, again, looking at what's the problem with our own body dysmorphia, right? Why do we feel the way we do about ourselves? Why are we so hard on ourselves? It's those experiences, right? You walk into five stores and they don't even put your size out on the shelf. You start to feel like you don't belong in that world, right? But we do. And I feel like, you know, we also have to take a step back and look at the store. Was it you know, a teenage store? Was it this type of store? I can't tell you how many times people will pick up, you know, a kid's swimsuit and then be like, this didn't fit in the size 16. It's like, honey, it's oh a kid my. <laughs> the kid 16, you know, yes. like yes. that, that happens all the time. And I'm sure we're doing that unawares out in the world too. And if there would be just a little more transparency on who that business is trying to be for, we would prevent some of those problems. Like if you don't want to sell those sizes, great. Say we're from size zero to eight. I won't walk in. Right. I won't have that bad experience. And you can go on doing what you do and doing it well to the people that are lucky enough to fit that. And I'll go over here to this store, which is my store, and I'll be happy. And I really wish we just kind of stop trying to be everything to no one and own who we want to be for the consumer. You know, what is our business? Just own that, dial it in 
be transparent, and it would save so many of these problems about going in there and getting not what we expected, right? I deal with it all the time. I'm like a 36 G cup. Like it, it makes any top or dress impossible in like a normal person store. Like I can't walk into even like anthropology and, and find something on my own. There's just no way. And I know that. I know if I go in there and try something on, it's not going to work. Like I just know, like, so I don't do it, you know? It's okay. Right, right. I love anthro. They're amazing at what they do. It's just not going to be for me. Right, right. And you you come to find that, and it's so true. But people, the general consumer, is just out shopping in the mall or whatnot, and they're not really paying attention to that. They just want a good experience. So let's get back to the good experience that someone has in the most dreadful process <laughs> that then becomes really life affirming. And you hit on it for a moment and you talked about, you nailed it with the body dysmorphia and why it's there. So what's the experience like? Walk us through the experience of coming into your store. So, I mean, when people come into the, our store, visually, it's just an explosion of color and tropicalness, right? And that makes everyone a little happier, let's be honest, especially here in Minnesota. If it's February and you walk in, it's almost like a sigh of relief, right? Like, oh, thank gosh. You're like, this exists. <laughs> this is amazing. But beyond that, we decided that the customers should not shop our store. And that's a really strange concept, right? Like my store, the public areas of my store is not for my customers to shop. It is arranged in merchandise for my sales team to move faster, to find what they need. It's done in a way that's visually appealing, but not for the customer. Okay. And the idea was if we pair everyone with a fit expert and they get one-on-one -on -one service where we pick out the things they should try on, will they be trying on more things that work or less? And we banked on more. Because what we were seeing is people would walk in and they'd, you know, browse around and then all of a sudden they'd look and be like, oh my God, I love this print. They're not looking at the shape, you know, of the suit. They're not understanding that it's a high leg bottom versus a moderate bottom versus a Brazilian bottom versus something that's actually going to cover their bum. Like they're just <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is such a pretty color. And it was like, no. No, this isn't going to work. You know, there's a right suits for everyone, but you have to know what you're grabbing and color and pattern play a part in it. But the shape in the technical fit needs to come first, right? Like that is the most important piece of that garment. You can't hide a poor fitting suit with an amazing color. It's not going to work. If your boobs hanging out, your boobs hanging out, I'm going to see it, whether it's purple or black. So it was really important to kind of go to the next level there and be like, okay, we're the experts. We're going to do this for you. We're going to pick everything out and you're going to try on what we give you. And we started to think of it like say yes to the dress. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that as you were talking about it, I was thinking about like, it's like being in a bridal situation. Absolutely. And it just works. We found that the minute people got into the fitting room onto suit three, that trust was established already because things were working. 
we were already in a good direction, right? A better direction than they've ever experienced before. And even though from walking in to that third suit, people don't understand what we're doing yet, right? Why am I showing you this suit on my body? I don't know you. Like, you don't know me. Why did you grab me this pattern? I said, I like basics. And, you know, we're like, no, you're going to listen to us. You know, it's a very weird experience. But by suit three, people are being like, I never would have picked this out. And it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And we're like, yeah, we know. Like, that's our job. We, that we sounds know. familiar, Katie. Yes, it certainly <laughs> does. That's, that's basically what I do with my clients for everything. But right? I, I go, I pick it out like a like I said to Katie before, like, I don't even have people come shop with me anymore. I bring it all to their house. So, right. Well, I think that definitely the, has to happen. The smartest thing about Lisa is she's already expressed. I can't remember if we were recording or not, is she sends her clients into Nani Nalu. So she's smart enough to know when she doesn't have to do that part of it. <laughs> right. And we love that. Like we work with a lot of stylists and we always tell them, like, if you want swim, we're happy to help you style your customers. You can even come in with them and be part of it, but let us lead. Like absolutely. And I let and I let you guys lead. I mean, the trust piece of it is my clients have hired me and trust me, right? So right. if some if they when they put things on and I look at them, you know, nine out of ten times, I love what you guys are doing, right? And I'll say that's perfect. That's great. Yep. And you know. To your credit, I mean, if we come into Nani Nalu, we're in and out in 15, 20 minutes. It doesn't, we don't spend a lot of time doing it because you're the experts. I'm an expert and together it works perfectly because I might say they only want black and navy. They don't want to print. You know, you say that ahead of time, then they know not to bring prints, right? Great. Is an example. Or we bring the right print. Yeah. Not a green print. I love it. So I want to get into talking about the emotional part of this because um, I was telling Lisa the last time I was in there, (laughs) it was a wonderful experience. There was a woman that I knew that was in shopping for suits and um, she, she was not a person that I had a phenomenal relationship with in the past. She was, we had a fine relationship, but it was it was tenuous at best. And uh, so the my focus shifted a little bit because I'm like, really, I wasn't feeling great about myself. And now I've got to see her, and, and which is unusual for me. And the, the person, I wish I could remember her name. I don't know if she picked up on that, but she so effortlessly guided me to where I needed to be through the process. And I thought she, she helped change that energy for me. And that emotional work has to be, how do you find people for that? What We kind of feel like you either have it or you don't. Um, like we've had people come in and that we've hired with like the best resume ever for retail salespeople. And they last like three days because they can't handle it. Um, it, It's super intense. It it is like mini um, therapy sessions sometimes. And you do have to have this ability to read the room. You have to, and not just your customer, but 
who's next to them and who's next to them and how was the lady's comment in fitting room 10 affecting the lady you know view of herself in fitting room three and it all needs to work together so our goal is to create like a community of women back there because we want you to step out of the fitting rooms to see yourself in natural light not the hidden light and if you can't show us you shouldn't be wearing it in public that's our deal right like you need to be confident enough to stand in front of us or i shouldn't sell it to you end of story um because every single customer is my advertisement that that's your our goal is to make everyone look their best and so creating that community is super important so we do read people's energies we do try to keep the energy happy back there we try to converse and have conversations and lead people into a thought pattern that's more positive than what might be going on in their brain through conversation and that opens us up to guide people through seeing the right things right it's it's intense it's difficult but it's also not a hard thing if you have the personality to like care and high five people it's like being everyone's like cheerleader right like hi guys how are you today aren't we fabulous we're fabulous and you're here trying on swimsuits high five to you and high five to you and you guys should totally high five each other (laughs) and so like we want that sort of energy and like a not embarrassing way (laughs) but like that's what we're trying to create because that's what's going to get people out of their shells and it's what's going to get people supporting each other in our best days like are the moments when, you know, Sally steps out of room three in a bikini that it's her first time putting one on in 10 years. And she's like a size 14 and doesn't think she should. And we finally got her in one. And then Susan in room two steps out and she's like a size four and seems perfect, but she has baggage, you know, and reasons. And she's in a one piece because of all these things. And she looks at the other girl and says, wow, you need to buy that. Okay. Now I'm, I'm getting emotional now and I don't even know why. Right. But it's not so powerful just to have the support of someone else being like this and you're changing both of them at the same time. And even if the girl, the girl in the one piece won't put on a bikini for whatever trauma or life issues she experienced, she'll feel better about herself in that suit now after supporting the other girl in the bikini. And that's what we want to do. We want to empower people to step out of ourselves, look at the whole picture and realize like, girls, we've been through hell and back. We, we, our bodies go through it all, whether you're a mom or not, like that has nothing to do with it in our, our world. We all go through stuff, all of us. And if we can just stop bullying our own bodies, right? And treat ourselves the way we look at other women. Yes. All this goes away. All the body dysmorphia problems go away. It starts with how we look at ourselves in the mirror and we don't go around nitpicking and being mean to others. That's not really what we're doing. We're doing it to ourselves. And so in our fitting rooms, we try to change that, right? Like you can't look at Sally in that bikini at a size 14 and be like, wow, that's amazing. You should buy that. And then not try one up. You know what I mean? Like Mm. you can't, 
you can't argue with me anymore. We're done with that. Like we moved on from that. Guess what? Challenge accepted. <laughs> like, you know, we're going to make that happen. And so once people realize that and have one of those moments, it changes and, and it clicks and they're like, well, maybe I can. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you have a body and you can put this on it. <laughs> Super easy. You know? That, that's uh, it. And I get, you have to be emotionally ready for certain things or ready for the bikini or it's gotta be the right time, right? You might not wear a bikini for the first time in 10 years on a work trip. I get it, you know, mm-hmm. but backyard and hubby. Sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. Like there's baby steps that we can emotionally do. And that's what we're here for to walk people through it. So they can find something that they can keep their hands off of, you know, that's the goal. Oh, bravo, Jen. You, you just, you just, (laughs) that that was, that was so powerful and Mm -hmm. so fabulous. And we are going to bottle that. I was thinking the same thing. How do we bottle this? (laughs) I got to tell you something, what you just said, if we could shout that from the rooftops for women and they could listen to it as a mantra for themselves. I do a lot of what you just said. But the way you just said it was incredible. So thank you for that. Keep doing what you're doing because you're spot on. And, and, and you did pick a business where the women are the most vulnerable. Other than being at the gynecologist naked, you are the most vulnerable. <laughs> right? I mean, your medical school, so. <laughs> I think that every woman should experience what you just talked about, because it will be some, for someone it's life-changing you know, there's a lot of women that you probably see that have lost a lot of weight and never wanted to put a bathing suit on for years and years and years. Cause I experienced this with clients and they don't see themselves in the mirror as a small person. And you're there to help them see themselves differently. Right. And they're, they are so frightened to put that bathing suit on. And once they put it on, it takes them some time to, to see it and, and they'll take it off and they might come back. Right. But once they're able to put that suit on and go somewhere and wear it, that's life changing for them. It is. It's really fun to watch people mentally transition into that moment. And we do have clients where it's like an aha moment and sometimes like I'm such a nerd right so like in my head it's like did you see it did you see like the fireworks behind her brain um (laughs) and like all that because I totally saw it like I'm such a visual person and there I'm always like painting the world (laughs) behind people right and so I'm like oh my god she just like exploded she had an aha moment you know because you see it in their whole self like their face, their confidence, how they stand, everything. How they stand. I see it. Right? How they stand and their posture is my first clue. Absolutely. Where their hands go. Yep. Yep. It's like all of a sudden they're like, oh, oh, look at that. (laughs) This is fantastic. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) And then when when you know when they turn around to look at their backside, they're really thinking about it. Yep. (laughs) it's super super fun, you know, and and on the flip side that those are the clues, right. That tell us we need to go further with the customer when they're 
hands immediately go to their middle. Okay. You're still not comfortable. What do we need to do? You're seeing something I might not be seeing, right? Like, so what is that client looking at that isn't there to me? And it has to be real to me as a fitter. You Mm -hmm. know, I have to have the emotional capacity to understand that if that's still happening and they look amazing and they're in the perfect thing, we need to talk about it differently, right? Because something's there I don't see. And so many of our problems with our body are more emotional problems than they are actually physical problems, you know? And I can relate to that. Like I've had miscarriages. I've been on bed rest for two years. I've been a size two and I've been a size 16 and I've been every single size in between. And, you know, there's times that I look at myself in an outfit and I was like, all I can see is babies that didn't happen, you know, and they're all still there. And what do I do about it? I can't change it. Like, this is who I am. It's just not the right outfit for me. Does it make me doubt like how amazing I am? Sometimes, of course it does in that moment, but you have to remind yourself, this isn't the outfit for me there's something else, right? Like that outfit doesn't get to choose who I am or how amazing I am. There's something else that's better. It's just not this one. That sucks. It was cute. I liked the color. It's not the right shape or technical fit for my body. So let's move on. Like, don't worry about it. Move on. Why should that control our stuff, you know, in our brain? It shouldn't. But so many people get caught up in that. Like, oh, it doesn't work for me. That one, that one didn't work for you. I have 15,000 others. You want to try something else? (laughs) Well, and, and let's talk about that. I I want to tell you, I have three daughters and all of them are shaped differently. And all of them have been into Nani Nalu and all of them have had phenomenal experiences and found the perfect work trip swimsuit and then the perfect cabin swimsuit and all of these things. And we talk about, there is some cost involved in it, but we talk about the return on investment and if cared for properly, how long that suit is actually going to last versus the 20 suits you may try and they're in your drawer and you're not wearing. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you my absolute glee when I'm at the lake with my daughters and the grandkids and son-in-laws and fiancés and, and they are beautifully in their suits, enjoying life and not having a care. How great because, and as a mother, I'm not seeing anything they're feeling is a flaw or whatnot, but they have gone through the experience and as they're trying to find their fits and what works for them. And what a great thing. Yep. Just that acceptance of, Hey, all this stuff that happened to me, put me here and I'm still here. And that's kind of fabulous. And sure. We'd all like to work harder and change certain things. But in the grand scheme of things, we're all kind of awesome just the way we are. So that should be okay. It should be okay to be just that. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some, for those who aren't in Minnesota, maybe some style tips and things like that. I know Lisa's got some great questions. And then we want to hear about what you've got in the works for another business you're working on. So stay tuned. 
We are with Bridget Edwards from Sheer Brothers Custom Closets. Tell us what sets Sheer Brothers Custom Closets apart from the many other options people have both online and locally. Well, I think the biggest thing is that we've been around for almost 30 years. We started up in 1995, and what this means is that we'll be there if you want to add to your project on the line. Sheer Brothers Custom Closets is not a franchise. What does that mean? I think the biggest thing is that our manufacturing facility is located in the same building as our showroom and offices. So this allows for great communication and latitude between manufacturing and design. Some companies have to limit their selections, shelf depths, and drawer depth, among other things. We offer complete customization without the added cost. Because we use optimization in our manufacturing process, you simply pay for the material that you use. Since we manufacture everything locally, our prices are very competitive. What's the best way for people to initiate working with Shear Brothers? The best way is either to call or you can go onto our website and from there a designer will be in touch with you and we'll get the process started. The website is sheerbrosclosets.com. Phone number is 763-531-7400. And what's the usual time between contact and setting up an appointment? We try to give you a call or email back within 24 hours at the absolute most. I would have to say that Sheer Brothers Custom Closets helps you get your zen on. Great way to put it. I love that. And we're back. So I, of course, have some technical questions. And some things that I know a lot of women would want to have your professional, fantastic opinion on. So let's first talk about a little bit. I know you could go on and on and on. You know, your body style versus swimsuit style. Absolutely. So body shapes and styles, right? Like, how do we do that? And we've all heard like pear shape, apple shape, this shape, that shape, but it really comes down to like three big things. You have your boobs, you have your belly and you have your butt. And those can be different things. They can be different heights. They can be different widths. They can be different circumferences. You know, they can be plump, they can be flat. And each one of those are three separate areas we need to fit, right? So we don't use fruit, we're not fruit, um, you know, to, to describe our shapes. Um, what we want to do is really just look at the three parts. Like, can I see all three parts the way I want to see it, right? Because here's what happens. If I overcover my boobs, I'm going to lower the visual of my bust line and create more of a square shape. If I don't bring in my waistline, I'm going to create a, again, a square shape, right? If there's nothing there to kind of create a line to tell me where my boobs stop and where my butt begins, right? I can lose that entire belly and it's going to go square. If I, let's say swimwear world, if I wear skirt bottom and I'm shorter with a shorter torso, guess what I'm doing? I'm moving the width of that square up to my belly, creating that square shape. So we have to be very careful making sure we have three parts to every body. And that's kind of the rules we use in the swimwear. I mean, it's so different in swim than it is in clothing. We all, all of our girls that work for us say we can dress people in swimsuits all day, but we don't know how to dress ourselves. Like it's this weird thing, but 
once we apply that same concept, it tends to be easier for us. We just forget it can work in non-swim environments. Um, but that's the biggest thing. We want boobs, belly, but we want to see that all three are somewhere there. And when we can do that, things look more proportionate on the end result. Does that make sense? Like sometimes yeah. my weirdo analogy is like only makes sense to me, I swear. But <laughs> no, no, I think that's a different way of thinking about it. Right. Um, and I makes think it total sense makes. Yeah, it makes total sense. Makes total oh. sense. I'm extremely short waisted and long, long legs. And for the longest time, I, I mean, I just couldn't find a one piece swimsuit because they just didn't. And I'm pretty, I don't have a real defined waistline mm-hmm. with the short waistedness and the long legs. And it took a long time to realize that honestly, a, a bikini, if I get the right one, works better for me. Yep. Because we're not hiding your ways. Yep. And, and that's, it's a hard balance, right? And like I said, swims very different than clothing. Clothing covers up a lot of this stuff sometimes, but again, that same concept applies. Like if, if you're short torso, long legs, you can wear something different than me who has really tall hips and a tall torso and like long thighs, but I'm also five, seven somehow. Like, you know, like my proportions don't make sense sometimes for the height. And so instead of looking at it as like, oh, I'm just tall torsoed. No, you could be tall hipped, not Mm -hmm. just tall torsoed. You could have a normal torso, but tall, long hips. And, or you could have a long torso for real in like no hips. We've seen that, you know, like you could have way bigger boobs than you think. And so you're buying long torso stuff to accommodate having to cover up six inches of boobs. Like we've seen that happen too. So I feel like people don't understand there's more than just torso and height. There's, there's hip, there's your shoulder length from, you know, here to here plays a difference to how everything supports and comes. And, you know, I can't tell you the amount of people that come in saying they're long torso and we end up doing a two inch alteration on their one piece. Ah, so So, sure. And, and where your boobs sit and how much side boob you have and how much lat you have, right? (laughs) All the things, (laughs) all the things there, there's so many things. How about, um, (laughs) like skin color, you know, somebody that's very, very fair skinned. Um, do you recommend certain colors or patterns to help offset that, you know, someone that won't lay in the sun, but yet they're going to go on a beach vacation, sit under an umbrella, and they want to look really good in their suit. What would you recommend? Yeah, if you're super, you know, pasty white when you come in, and then we're not going to pull you the the light pink suit, you know, that's not going to be the best option, we put you in a color that's going to look good now, and continue to look better, as you might pick up some color you know? Um, and, and we talk a lot about that. I mean, people will put on things like you could even be super, super tan or have beautiful bronze, dark skin, and you put on an olive green and it just makes you look sickly. You know, there's, there's colors and tones to everything that can just hit wrong. And you don't really know until you put it on, especially with swim, because you're mostly naked wearing it. It's not like a shirt where, it's really only your face you're worried about, right? 
like it's your arms, your legs, your whole body ends up being affected by this garment. And so we have to kind of look at the whole picture. And sometimes I'm like, this could work. It could not work. Let's put it on before we judge it. We get a lot of people say, oh, I can't wear reds. I can't wear this. We do mostly blue toned colors in our store. Things with like this base color being deeper and more, um, more wearable, right? Versus like an orange toned or red, we'll do a blue toned red. And that tends to be more wearable on the long term. Now, a customer is not going to come in and recognize that, oh, that red's blue toned, you know, <laughs> it has like four extra drops of blue than it does in the orange. Like no one's going to know that. So it's us kind of arguing with people sometimes. I know you think you can't wear that or you've had your colors red for clothing, which is awesome. But some of that doesn't really apply in swim because you're naked, first off. So it changes how these colors are going to look on you. Like there's people that can wear a color so well in a shirt that can't wear it in a suit and vice versa. And it's always fun to take those people that come in with their colors red, you know, cause we'll have people bring in their like whole, per like these are the colors I can wear. And it's like, yes, in clothing, did they look at you naked? No, they didn't. Okay, well that changes things. I think that mustard yellow as amazing as it is in a sweater for you is not where you should be in a swimsuit. You know, <laughs> like I'm glad you're excited and willing to do these colors, but here, you know, this is where I'm going to take you. And it's surprising that people like kind of have to ha be like, "What? Really? This doesn't work everywhere." It's like you're naked. It doesn't work. You have like a thousand times more flesh being shown. And that's your primary color. That's our baseline color that we have to play off of. And so things change. Colors also will impact how things shade. Um, so you might look good in a light turquoise color, and that might be an amazing color on you, but it's going to show every dimple and puff you think you have, you know, every shadow on your torso. And you're not going to like yourself in that suit even though the color's fabulous. So then it's like, okay, if we play with that color, it's got to be done with shearing, done with rouging, done in a way that you're not gonna have those sensitivities and that garment. And that becomes a challenge, right? Like, yes, I have 15,000 pieces, but when people come in and they're like, I want it over the shoulder, I don't want any hardware. I need it to have rouging. I need it to have underwire. I don't want padding. I want my whole butt covered. I want this. I want that. And it's like, okay, well, you know, my gnomes are off today. My fairies are not making suits today. I'm sorry, but like, please try this one. Um, so it, it becomes a challenge when people, you know, come in with this idea of like what the perfect suit is, right? Because even though I have all these things, I don't know if the designer made your perfect suit this year. I don't know if they got your memo. However, I do know if you put that down and you let me do my job, I can find the perfect suit for your body. It might not be what you thought it is, but it will be the right one. And that's sometimes a mental challenge to walk people through, right? That we know better than you, even though you've been alive for 
30, 40, 50, 60 years, and you've tried on swimsuits your whole life, right? Um, somehow I know better than your own body. You know your own body. Well, I do. This is what I do. And I do it differently than how you approach it. And that's a hard concept for people to grasp. But like I said, by the third suit, they're sold that we know what we're doing. Now, you have started a new business that you're going to be, you're yeah. really kicking off publicly coming up, yeah. which um, because you're based in Minnesota, your stores in Minnesota. So for all of those who want to experience some of the magic, you've, you've done an online process, right? Called suitcase, suitcase.com. Yeah. How, what have you, what are you able to keep doing? I've heard it described as a stitch fix of swimsuit shopping, yes. essentially. So explain that and how are you going to transition this magic and this vulnerability that you want people to have in that realm? So with Swimsuit Case, you go to the website swimsuitcase.com and you submit your swim style profile. And that goes through a bunch of questions like obviously who you are, how tall you are, what's your cup size, your pant size, do you have kids under five, where are you going, who are you going with? Same questions we're asking when you make an appointment to come and shop with us in store, right? Or when you walk into our door, we're going to ask you those same questions. Suitcase takes it a step further. We ask the customer to submit photos. Photos are amazing. They can be in your clothes. What we're looking for is overall body shape um, and just kind of having an idea of like who, like what's this person's face, right? Like who are we helping? Um, and it gives them opportunities to leave paragraphs of comment too. Um, you know, describe your best fitting swimsuit. You know, what do you hate most about swimsuits? You can only imagine what we get in these comments. <laughs> um, but those comments give us insight to if they're lying or not about their sizes. And I mean that in the nicest way, right? I don't think people are like specifically seeking out to lie about their sizes. I think they don't understand their sizes. And so, you know, Sally signs up and she says she's a 38 B cup in a size four. And then she's like, I spill out of all my tops. No tops have ever fit me. Well, yeah, because you're not a 38 in a size four. That's physically impossible. 20 years doing this, I've never seen that. I've never seen that body shape. You'd be like being studied for like abnormal, like shoulder width growth, right? <laughs> On a top small frame. Like it doesn't exist. You know, chances are she's more so like a 34 D, double D in a size six. That's those two sizes proportioned together correctly. And so once we see the pictures, we can confirm if we're right. And we usually are. And we send the sizes we think they are, not the sizes they're asking for. And that's the brilliance of suitcase. That's where our service and our expertise really plays a part because had she ordered what she thought she was, nothing's going to fit, you know, but having us be like, mm, girl, you're wrong. You're probably more like this. And then we send those and she's like, oh my God, everything fits. And we're like, yes, just to let you know, we sent 34 E cups, not 38 Bs. You're a 34 E. Does she know that when she gets the package or are things unsized? Um, 
it depends. Most people don't read the sizes. They just start putting things on. Sure. So we don't like repackage or make anything, you know, trying to trick a customer. We're just here. This is what's going to work for you. Right. And we're right. Like all the time. Yeah. I love that. I wish I, what I really wish is that people would start looking at their numbers as data points and nothing more. Right. Your weight is a data point tells one piece of you, your size is a data point to get you into a proper fit of clothing. There's right. no, there's no, uh, it doesn't matter. I don't care if it says 12 or 14 or 16 or nope. extra and large or double extra. Right. In 14s and 10s. Right. and 16s. I mean, right. we all have clothes that are two sizes smaller than we think we are that we can fit into. Right. And we probably bought like six of them just because we could fit into that number. <laughs> and we have things that are like three sizes bigger than we think we are because that's what fed. And right. that's an issue we can't solve right now in the fashion world because there's no um, authority figure saying, here's what the sizes need to be. We can, I, I can call things size M, X, and Y, you know, and leave it to you guys to figure out which one you are, you know, it, that's, there's no controls on me as a designer to not do that. And that is what's happening. Like people are like, oh, well, that's a double zero. Let's just put that on there. And it's like, no, it's like a kid size eight. Like, come on, let's be like realistic here. And so I wish there was more controls over that. We see that in the swim world. We definitely, I've experienced it in clothing and, you know, as much as we talk about it and we bring it up at, you know, retailer conferences and things that I'm a part of, it's just on a global scale going to be too hard to change at this point. I wish it would. I wish we'd just say, Hey, starting in 2025, everything needs to be labeled with these you know, understandings. You can't call something this size, one of these numbers, it has to be one of these two, you know, put it. Well, some of the designers are, are doing that. They're doing one to six, you know, they're doing, um, X zero L, you know, they, they aren't putting a size on it. Um, it's very hard for the consumer. Um, but I love it because, I just say, this is your size. Just try it on. Yeah, but right. I, I need to know what size it is. It's not a size. Just try yeah, it you on. You don't need to know. And then we've had a conversation about one size fits all, one size fits most. <laughs> We're not going to go there again. But I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard. One size does not fit most. No, it does not. So, um, and the other thing when you were talking about this is the majority of women don't wear the right bra size. No. So when they talk to you about their bathing suit, they don't actually, they're not giving you the proper information. Right. But you guys are good about figuring that out, just like you just described. So when you send these swimsuit case boxes, do you always send like a cover-up or a suggestion for a cover-up? Because most women want to buy a cover-up with their suit. Yep. It's kind of like if you've shopped in our store, you can relate to this, right? You walk into our store for your appointment and you have about 10 items in that fitting room to start with, right? And these are usually like our safest picks, if you will, to start with, right? These are things that we feel are guaranteed fits so we can learn sizing really fast if we need to adjust it, if we're wrong, which is a rare chance. Um, And they're also things that kind of range in that like middle ground 
that are going to be more acceptable by the consumer. Like they're not too wild, too skimpy, and they're not like too full coverage or too basic. It's a beautiful, like, oh, wow, these are good. Right. Cause that's the experience we want right away. Now, if you sign up for suitcase and you say, I only want Brazilian bottoms. Great. That's what we'll send you. If you say I need full, full, full coverage. Great. We're going to adapt to that. Just like we would, if you make an appointment in the store, but essentially you get 10 suits to start with. And it's like having that fitting room with multiple suit options with matching cover-ups packed up in a box and shipped to your house to try on. That's okay. what it is. And how many days do they have to make the decision? Five days to make the decision um, and to postmark it back to us. And we're available. There's been clients that will FaceTime us and be like, does this fit right? They'll text us like, hey, I'm having trouble with this fit. Um, we can exchange out sizes if we really need to, which is which happens, but on rare occasions, but we're always willing. And it's kind of like, again, bringing that service to your doorstep. Um, a lot of people end up with one of the first suits from our very first polls at Nani Nalu. Um, and that's kind of what made us think this works is like how many people we tracked, how many people were buying one or two of the very first stuff we're pulling before we even see the customer, right? All we have is their sign up information. And we were kind of like, wow, on average, they're buying two of them. Could we do this remotely for suitcase and have the same result? Or what more information do we need to have a better result? And that's kind of what started that thought process of how do we do this? Um, we launched it in COVID because we were closed. I had a store in Kansas City, uh, Missouri, and also in Boulder, Colorado. And when we made the decision not to reopen those stores because it was impossible, and one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make as like an entrepreneur who's prideful. Um, this was a way we could continue to work with our clientele. Um, and that's kind of what we started with. Like, hey, you guys are here. You know us. Work with us this way. And it works so well. So then we expanded it nationwide. And it's grown just by word of mouth. That's all we've done so far. So we are getting ready to like put it out there in the world that there's a better way to shop for swimsuit shopping, you know, than going online and trying to pick out styles and sizes. Let us pick out the styles and sizes and try something new. And we're really thinking it could be a great thing and help people feel better <laughs> about swimsuit shopping. So on the other side of when you're doing your buys and yes. now that you're going to launch this new service, when you're doing your buys, like, what do you think about, and is there enough people out there, enough vendors, designers to supply you with what you need? Or are you someone that's going to say, well, I need to design certain suits because they're not out there. I mean, I just asked three questions, but you can answer them in any order you want. I'm a designer at heart and I struggle with that every year. I'm like, should I just do my own line again? Should I do it? It's something I've done before. Um, I think for me, it's more the creativity wanting to come out at me. And after 20 years in this industry, sometimes I'm just like, I should just do it myself. You know, um, I do consultant design for a bunch of designers too. So that helps get me what um, Nani Nalu needs, right? Because I'm guiding them in a fit 
a technical fit that's going to be better for my clientele. So I'm really lucky that way because we end up with a lot of product that fits really well to our specific customer because I'm involved in tweaking and tailoring some of those items. Um, as a whole, like we carry about 60 designers, right? It's a ton. I consistently watch who's new on the market. I refuse to do business with a newbie for at least three years. And that sounds rude, right? Um, and I get that because I'm all about small business and I want to support them. But the reality is, especially in swim, when you start, you can have the most brilliant idea at all. But until you're doing it for a couple of years, you don't have your fit down. You're going to adjust it. You're going to change it. And that's very difficult to go along that ride. So I want to wait until um, someone's like been there and kind of figured out who they actually are as a, as a fit. Um, but 60 designers, they all, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Right now we have a D cup and up shortage. Um, I can't find great D cup and up, you know, where a lot of the designers dropped um, double D, E, F and G cup during COVID because you have to do X amount of units and they weren't selling. And so that's kind of where they dropped, right? Um, it's also just a niche market. So a lot of designers don't think they want to go after that. Or if they focus only on D cup and up, it's done in a way that's like, oh, this looks just like every other brand out there. So the support isn't there. That's not there. They just made it bigger. And that's not what I'm looking for. Like I need a technical fit that really supports women. Um, so that's very challenging. We also get, you know, and I'm sure you've experienced this where you have a favorite designer that makes something that's so perfect and it's like rinse and repeat lady rinse and repeat <laughs> oh my god like, I could say that all day long come on this is business like just just do it again <laughs> and then they don't and you're like why why has this changed like what are you doing it was so good and now it's like half of the people can wear it because you changed the cup like what is going on and those are, you know, hard moments when you've done X amount of business with this designer one year. And then the next year you're like doing an eighth of it because they didn't understand that concept, you know, of like striking on gold. But we also have to understand that here in Minnesota and really at Nani Nalu, I approach swim differently than the world market. And the designers know this um, when they work with me that that my opinions and my the way I see swim is not the same way as the California market as the New York market which are two different markets and or the European market the Australian New Zealand market these they all approach swim differently and so you have to like I have to balance what I want with the world stage. I'm lucky enough to know the world stage well enough that I can step back and be like, okay, I can see this working really good for you as a designer, but I can't buy it. Um, so I'm going to buy this, even though you are going to have more sales on this, but this is going to fit my customers better. And I have to understand that I have to recognize it. I have to be honest about it and trust my gut that I'm correct. And that's a hard thing to do when you have like you know, the Nordstrom's buyers over here being like, oh my God, let's buy like 300 of those. It's going to be amazing. And I'm like, 
I can't sell it. I can't sell it. I shouldn't sell it. I don't want it. Like it might be in every Nordstrom's and it might be the hottest thing of this season. I wouldn't move one of them. And if I don't trust myself, I'm wrong every time. Like, you know, that's it. It bites me in the butt every time. Like I should, I was right in my head and didn't trust myself. Well, so, you've curated, you've curated a clientele. Right. In, in a way that we fit. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're the pickiest swimsuit fitters out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes that does a disservice to designers who aren't technical designers, you know, it might be cute. It might be all over Instagram, but if I can't get in the water and go like this, you know, like <laughs> it's not going to be sold in my store. Like we have to have functional items. That's we're selling quality over, you know, an, an Instagram selfie. Well, it's not any different than the trends that you're seeing in clothing, right? right? I mean, so many of the trends, I have this argument with so many different people all the time, but the trends are great. They're fun. They're, I like a lot of them, but they're not for your daily life. No, you know, um, you know, all of the dresses right now that are so, so short. Well, you can't wear those A to work. B, it, you know, it looks ridiculous on someone over the age of 55. And a lot of the women are wearing them, right? Let them wear them. That's great that you want to wear them, but it really looks ridiculous. So that's just a small example. (laughs) It does. Um, But it's a trend. It is. And we're seeing that in cover-ups too, where all of a sudden all the hemlines went up and we've even had to reach out to, um, you know, like I said, I'm buying for 2024 right now. And there was this perfect dress could have been absolutely perfect. And I was like, I can't buy this unless you do an extra three inches on the hemline. If you give me an extra three inches, I'll buy this many units, you know, and it's like, did they do it for you? Yeah, they did do it for us. Um, but it's also like, you know, to have that foresight to talk about that and just to be, no, that won't work for our market. We're not in California. We're not wearing this as like a little outfit while I'm romping to the beach, you know, like <laughs> we live differently in our items here in Minnesota and they have to be functional, especially when it's a seasonal item. It, it's a luxury purchase for us because it is not a year round purchase and those get approached differently. It's function first and then fashion. Now, not to say we exclude the trends, we all want to play and have fun. But I always tell people like, hey, look, like ruffles might be everywhere right now. But to be honest, it's not new. It's always been there, you know, in the background. So if you can be someone that's like, hey, this is my fun piece, I'm going to wear this to Vegas for the next three years. You know, I'm going to Miami, like I can get behind this ruffle, even when it's not on the magazines and splashed all over social media, I'll still love this suit. Then buy it, then Mm -hmm. buy it. Don't Mm -hmm. buy it because it's cool. Our Taylor Swift was wearing it, like buy it because you love it. And And you feel great in it. Then it's something. And the one thing I always suggest, if someone I, you know, if you want a trendy thing, in your outfit, whether it's a swimsuit cover up and shoes, pick one thing that's super trendy. Yep. The rest of it, have it be something that you can have in your closet for five years. Your so. sunglasses. Sunglasses. Flip flops. Your flip flops. Your hat. 
Yeah. I mean, there's so many other things besides the bathing suit, which you sell a lot of great stuff too. Let's not talk about all the fabulous accessories. So back to that swimsuit case concept. Will you throw in a hat? If they say they want a hat, a shoe, an accessory, a beach bag, um, is that also something that's included? Yes. And we've even had people like after they find their two suits and a cover up that they want to keep, they'll ask like, Hey, can we see more? And we'll take them on a like FaceTime, you know, journey of our store and be like, here's what we'd recommend for you. Like we have it here, we have it here. And then they say, send me that, 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 that. And then we pack those up and do the suitcase again. Um, so it, it's been a really fun way to remotely shop um, and handhold a customer through what we do in store and still be there and like be a part of that experience for them. And we've had incredible reviews on it, like being like, this is the easiest way to shop for swimsuits. And it's like that in itself, like there's no other way to shop for swimsuits. It's super easy. That's 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 what we want people to say. It's brilliant. All right. I have one more technical question. People ask me this. I don't have the answer. What's the best way to wash a swimsuit? So water, just plain water. If you do need to use a detergent, we recommend something alcohol-free, which is hard because fragrances have a lot of alcohol in it. But certain type of chemicals, the alcohols used in a lot of, um, you know, your laundry detergents and stuff like that can break down the sealant on the lycra right? Your swimsuit material. It has like this nice little layer that protects the fibers from fraying and destroying, right? Like think of it, like it's dipped into something that kind of protects it. Once you break down that protection, that's when your suit starts to go to crap, right? That's why hot tubs are so horrible because it can melt that protective layer, right? If you put something in high heat and boil it, what's going to happen? Come on people. Oh, let's add chemicals to that while we're boiling. (laughs) So, um, we recommend water or using, you know, a uh, non-alcohol fragrance-free soap. We sell one for $3 um, called Copa that uh, I engineered myself. And it's an amazing soap. People come in and just buy the soap, which we kind of giggle about. But I'm also very humbled that people like my soap, apparently. Um, <laughs> and we've had it for years. And it's like awesome. You just a capful, And it takes out chlorine smells. It takes out the musty salt smells. It keeps everything nice and you know clean. Um, we always recommend hand washing it and laying it flat to dry. The flat to dry is usually what's really new for people, right? Um, but throw a towel on the bottom of the bathtub and lay it there. The, the concept of hanging it essentially as it dries, all that water weight is going to pull it down. And we've seen like bottom sag out. We've seen straps get longer. We've seen them hang it sideways. So one side gets stretched out now rewashing it can bring it back together. Um, but most people don't know that. Right. Um, so flat to dry is the best and either just rinse it with water or use a good soap. And it'll last. I, 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 I was at the lake last weekend and I pulled out a swimsuit out of my drawer. I bet you it's seven years old that I got from Nani Nalu and yeah. it's been worn exclusively in the lake and I rinse it. I've been hanging it. So now I know, but it's still, I still wear that. And so to me, that goes back to that buying good quality things, taking care of them. And by the time you think about 
what I spent on that, the, the return on investment is phenomenal. Right. Absolutely. And we tell people that all the time in the fitting room. It's like, we know we're not, you know, the cheapest options to shop with. Um, our prices are like department store pricing with free service. So we don't think we're expensive either. We think we're a nice middle ground where you get a little bit of best of the both worlds. And, you know, we support and stand behind our stuff. So if something does happen, you know, we're here for you. Um, but that's pretty rare. Most of the things that happen to suits is someone wears them in the hot tub, you know, or they're at, you know, uh, a pool in Miami during spring break. And, you know, the owner decided to save some money and pour bleach in it, you know, and those aren't like inner control. And we'll usually still try to help that customer because that sucks, you know, yeah. um, but like, you know, you have to think of that too. We always say wear your best fitting old suit as your new hot tub suit, you know, and start a rotation and that protects you. It's not that they shouldn't be in there. It's just, there's less controls that we have and they're not made, swimwear is not made to withstand the heat and the chemicals of that. Um, but pools and oceans should be fine. You should have three to five years life out of your suit from our store. Wonderful. Okay. We, um, we're going to switch gears. We do our nonprofit segment, but I, before we get there, I, I just want to reiterate how enjoyable this has been and a little bit of therapy, <laughs> a little bit of podcast therapy, just going through it all. And you have, uh, you're just such an incredible energy and in the emotional work that you do with people dealing with their vulnerabilities and you have assembled such an incredible staff and there's a little magic thrown in, I have to believe. And thank you so much for dedicating your life to this. It's just, uh, it's really fantastic. It'll be fun to see where you go and how great suitcase will be, because I think it's going to be a big winner. I'm really excited. Thank I think you. it's fantastic. I will definitely be announcing it from the rooftops. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's switch gears. Talk nonprofit, your nonprofit. I just had it in front of my eyes. Tell us about your not surf riders. So tell us about surf rider, surfrider.org. Yep. And basically it's a foundation that helps with beach cleanup and ocean conservatory. Um, so making sure that all these places around the world are beautiful when we go and, you know, the way my family connects with it the most is they have a five minute beach cleanup challenge that anytime you're at the beach, you spend five minutes cleaning it up. So you go to the beach with, you know, your trash bag in your beach bag. And I grab my kids and I say, here's some gloves, right? Let's spend five minutes. Let's clean up as much as we can. There's times we get one trash bag and there's times we've done 25 you know, and it's amazing. And I love it because, you know, there's also been times we've gone to the beach where Luna, my youngest Luna is like, do we have more bags? I need to do more work. This is my world, mom. Like we have to keep it. And it's like, that's what I want to instill in the world. And to remind travelers that, you know, yes, you're on vacation and you want to relax and not do much, but you still have a responsibility to the world. And you can take a minute and just pick up your own stuff, right? Don't leave it. 
the amount of travelers I see leaving their crap all over the beach is horrid. And, you know, Surfrider helps with, you know, turtle rescues and marine life and just general like reef stabilities. They do a little bit of everything, but it really starts with us doing better. Um, and that's what I love about them is they make it easy for everyone to participate, right? Because it's as simple as that. Go clean it up. I love it. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. How do people get a hold of you? Um, I am at the store many months, <laughs> many <laughs> days. Um, so naninalu.com, um, swimsuitcase.com. So come on in, stop in. You'll probably see me there. I'm always floating. Otherwise, I'm like a little fairy working downstairs with all my swimsuit magic. Fantastic. And people can follow naninalu.com. You are on Instagram, yes? Yes, naninalu beachwear. Fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm old school, man. That social media is still new to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll help each other out. Right. We, we, we can, we can all relate to that. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you so much. You were just fantastic. Of course. Thanks ladies. I am so glad we finally were able to do this podcast. Yes. Lots of good information. And I'm actually excited to come shop for my next suit. Woohoo! That's what it should be. <laughs> right. We will talk soon. I am serious. I am ready to go swimsuit shopping. You go for it, Katie. I actually just bought a swimsuit from there. Yeah. So um, I have my Nani Nalu swimsuit. I, you know what? We didn't ask her. And I know that they, they do their best to accommodate if you do just walk in, but making an appointment, making an appointment is the key and giving the information ahead of time is truly the key to having the best experience. And it's really fun. It's so fun to walk into that fitting room with all those things that were picked out for you. Yes, I understand. It's what I do when my clients would come, come in and they, I have a whole dressing room in the, in the old days. Now I send it all to their house and we do it that way, but Yeah. And why we think we're not supposed to spend some decent money on a swimsuit, I don't know. Because even though it's less material, how it fits and how you feel in it and how much you're going to wear it when you're on a beach vacation or out and about is, I mean, you really need to give yourself the gift of this experience if you haven't already. I agree. And the suitcase.com, if you don't live in Minnesota, you can't get to the store. Now you can do it. Or if you spend half the year in another state. True. Very true. That works great. All right. Well, Lisa, um, so many things that correlated with what you've been telling us for the past several years of the podcast. And it's really fun to see those strategies uh, in a different format. And she just did such an eloquently beautiful job of describing why she does what she does and and why it's important. So um you do the same thing and you take that care with your clients and you have that ability to really get to the heart of the matter. And if people want to work with you, how do they get a hold of you? They can email me at lisa at wardrobeconsulting.net or they can go through my website and send me a message. Fantastic. And how and about you, Katie? Well, your website is wardrobeconsulting.net. Yes. Yes. Sorry about that. Yes. That's okay. I am Katie at katieharms.com. Website is katieharms.com. Collectively, we are 
theviewinyourmirror.com where you can get all sorts of great information. You can get links to discounts for different businesses that, uh, for example, Honey Love, um, Hugh Hosiery, iBobs, that if you are in the market for any of those things, take a look there. You'll get a little discount code, which is never a bad thing. And we only will put things on there of things that we really like or believe in. So uh, take advantage of those offers. In the meantime, make sure you give yourself a good once over in the mirror, do a little turnaround too, and tell yourself just how phenomenal you are. Until next time. 